Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Back to School with Maz Jobrani. I am so excited today. One of my friends, Stephen Betashur, he's a professional soccer player. He's going to be on our show today. He plays for the LAFC, Los Angeles Football Club. He is an all-star. He was a champion in the MLS. He's played in the World Cup, people. He's coming in today. This is our physical education class, our PE class. He's going to drop some knowledge. He's going to tell us how hard it is to make it as a professional athlete. He's also going to tell us how sometimes riding on the bench is a good thing, and he's going to tell us how some parents actually support their kids' dreams. That's right. Tell your parents to watch this episode. Let's go back to school with Majobrani. Majobrani, hey, Jobrani, Maz, oh, Majobrani, hey, Jobrani. Mazzy, mazzy, oh, maz, 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 hey. I got a podcast, oh, back to school, yeah. All right, another episode of Back to School with Maz Brani. I am very excited. I'm also a sports fan in my life, so we figured this show is going to cover all aspects of education and learning, and today it's about sports. I'm here with my team over here, Tehran, how you doing, my in man? In the building, buddy, in and building. I am Tehran, find me. Take it easy. I haven't even asked you yet. Hey, we we'll get hey. there. This guy's always plugging himself. Look, he's got Jeez. a hat that says Tehran on it. You know what? It's tacky. Caitlin? The hat? I'm just kidding. <laughs> How you doing, Caitlin? I'm good. Guys. I'm good. I'm excited. I don't know anything about sports. Very excited to learn, finally. I love that. I love that you don't Blanks know Blank's tabula rasa. But it's great. It's great that, you know, sports, I think, I talk to my wife about this a lot. I think sports goes beyond just sports. There's lessons you learn from sports. Like for me, I always say the fact that I'm a stand-up comedian, one of the things I learned from sports, I played soccer all through high school, and we had a good soccer team. And there was times when I would be training really hard. Like I used to run a mile and a half up a hill just to jog, just to get in shape for the team. And I would just keep going and going, and you see, I mean, it's basic. You see like the next whatever uh, 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 point that you're running up to, you get there, you see the next point, you keep going. And that helped me in stand-up. When later in my career, when I decided to do stand-up comedy, I would be at the comedy club, and you would get, let's say, a a midnight uh, spot, which means you had a show at midnight. You show up at midnight, you're getting ready to go on, and uh, some superstar comedian would come in and go, I want to go on next. And they would put them on next. They would do an hour. Then someone else would come on, do another half an hour. Then another person. You have to wait. Sometimes there was times I got on stage at 1:45 in the morning and a lot of that drive came from the drive I learned doing sports as a kid. Don't give up, don't let somebody else ruin my my plans and my dreams. I'm here for my dreams, right? So I think sports goes beyond it. So I, the fact that you don't that you're not an athlete, it's great because we can learn so much from athletes, mm-hmm. right? You know what I'm saying? What inspire what is it what what is it that it inspires you when you feel lazy? What is it that got you going? Hmm. She's like, I'm still lazy. <laughs> uh, I thought she was going to say Adderall. Out of, Adderall, maybe. Yeah, drugs, actually. Thank you so much. Um, no, I don't know. In New York, when I was living there, it was like the fact that I could run out of money at any moment. Living in New like York being is a super sport. poor. Yeah, exactly. It's a hustle right there. But living living in, New in New York and not having a ton of money is a sport, for sure. Right. I just started watching the Lakers, though, and there's some, I love those redemption stories. There's some really good narratives. Yeah, They're it's inspiring. It is inspiring, right? Yeah. What about you? What inspires you, T? Uh, actually, my inspiration is the fact that I want to make it for myself. Yeah, and it reminds me I want to be successful. I want to do things, and also girls, girls, mm, yeah, women, so impressing women. When I said make it for myself, I was just saying that 
hopefully to hopefully a charm a girl. Yes, yeah, yeah. girl would be like, oh, that's such a great quality. I think Eddie Murphy said that in Delirious or something about about like like it's about girls, you know. And I guess you know your inspiration, you find different things. Of course, you want to impress people. You want to impress girls, dudes that, who are our equal in every way. I just want to. Well, you know, they you. say girls that women adore him, men want to be him. You know that yeah. whole thing. It's like I think in the end. We all want to do really well, and we want to be, you know, you. It, it's great if you're noticed for it. The careers that we've chosen, we want to be noticed for it as well, right? But I feel that athletes can inspire us. I love like the, that whole series on on uh, on ESPN, Thirty for Thirty, and it's all about these different athletes and their struggles and things that happen. And sometimes it's tragic, but a lot of times it's inspirational, right? So I think today we're going to get inspired at back to school, right? So people, I want you to watch this episode. I want you to subscribe. I want you to tell your friends about the show. Caitlin, if they want to talk to you, where do they find you? On Instagram at Hollywood Psychic One, on Twitter at Caitlin E. Gleason. We really got to work on streamlining Caitlin's. Can we just make it all one thing? Any kind of marketing people, any PR, just reach out. Please reach out. Reach out. Caitlin G-E-E. That's what it should be. Caitlin G-E-E. Yeah, Caitlin G. Caitlin G. We'll figure it out. We're going to get one for you. T, how do they find you? At I am Tehran all across the board. And if you don't know how to spell Tehran, it's on my hat that Caitlin hates. Yeah. I'm sorry. I was no. just kidding. And I am Maz Jobrani all across the board. Hit me up. Let me know what you think about the show. Tell your friends about the show. Subscribe to the show. Give us good ratings so we move up in the iTunes ratings. Ladies and gentlemen, we're about to go back to school right now with my man, the LAFC right fullback defender. And he's going to drop some knowledge on athletics. Give it up. Let's go back to school with Mazzabrani. We're bringing on Stephen Betashore. Back to school with Mazzabrani. How many times am I going to say that? Back to school with Mazzabrani. Let's go. Back to school. Yeah. All right. Welcome to Back to School with Mazzabrani. We are here with Stephen Betashore. How are you, Stephen? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming along, man. Yeah. So, do you, first of all, out the gate, people got to know do we call you Stephen or Beta or what do we call you? So, the fans on the field know me as beta my teammates call me beta but for everyone else i think steven's good steven it is steven, well here it is. it is beta let me explain <laughs> how i feel just watching you take la to the championship that was amazing mls championships right uh no 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 no. Yet. i'm sorry no playoffs. Toronto. they playoffs. went to the playoffs, the playoffs. Toronto. you you weren't even watching the right you didn't no, even know listen. what team he was on when he was in the champion because he played for toronto in the championship, toronto championship. and they won it i meant yeah. the playoffs la taking la oh, to the playoffs. it was it was the championships for us tehran did like not it. do his research no. he's it telling him like he was it. at the wrong uh he told him he took la to the championships no we took we took toronto when was the last time la had a championship the the lakers yeah. we haven't had a championship in a while the kings did the, I don't know. Didn't the the Hawks Kings went the after Dodgers the Dodgers went to the World Series. They went. No, I'm saying oh, when was the time the Kings won. definitely won. After oh, when the, we won. Oh. That was after yeah. this year. You guys got to. You guys got to bring it. We're you in. Bring we're it. in numero uno spots. So I know. I know. We can keep it going. I like that. That yeah. beard. Is that beard all about that? Is this like you'll this, shit? You're not gonna this, shave. There's two reasons behind. Yeah. It. Yeah. Uh, it's my dad beard. Uh huh. Because you know, recently, four month old, I had a son. Give it up. Yeah. Give it up. Four month old son. All right. So instead of the dad bod. I'm playing, so I can't have the dad bod. I got yeah. the dad beard. Nice. Uh, also, a couple of my teammates, Jordan Harvey, Lee Wynn, we've decided to do the beard gang. We all grow out our beards. I like it. Um, so, yeah, it's been fun. It's a good look, man. Thanks. I well, like listen, it. you're here because you are a professional athlete. This is our physical education class, guys. This is <laughs> PE. Put on those shorts. Did you guys have funky shorts when you guys? You guys are all too young. 
We used to have to have the when, the when I was shorts. young. We had the high short, like the Magic Johnson Lakers shorts. Mm -hmm. We just Those got extra shorts. large. We just got extra extra large. Extra large. We have just bigger <laughs> shorts. That was. So we're here for PE. We're we're here with with uh, Stephen Betashur for PE. So right out the gate, what was it like going to the World Cup? Oh man, that was exciting. Uh, I grew up my entire life playing soccer, so uh, my dream was always to play at that stage. That's the highest stage for any soccer player, uh, the World Cup. And so just getting on that final 23-man roster for Iran, I think that was the most excited I had ever been. Now, here, let me stop you right there. So what's interesting is Beta was born in America, yep. grew up in America, Northern California, yep. but parents were born in Iran. So you got a chance. You were actually you were recruited by both in yeah. a way, right? Yeah. By U.S. and Iran, and ultimately Iran got you. Yeah. So I, I was called in a few times with the U.S. national team, but I was never cap tied, which means I never played an official game. So because I never played that official game, I was able to still be eligible for Iran or U.S. national team. So um, I think after that January, I got called into January camp for the U.S. national team. And I had to leave. I had to get sports hernia surgery. Wasn't feeling good. And I didn't get called back for six, seven months. And it was right before the World Cup, which was the following year. And Iran had been pushing and pushing and trying to get me in. And finally, they're like, all right, we're going to get the paperwork set. If you're ready to, to come and play for us, we'll push all the paperwork through. And they did. And so I went. And that's something to, to know as well. And correct me if I'm wrong. You, if you have uh, some some uh, lineage to that other country, they can choose to give you. You need citizenship, right? You need yeah. to have like a dual citizenship. Yes, have citizenship. Yeah. So, for mm -hmm. example, there's um, uh, in in Europe, there's two guys that are German, but uh, the Botang brothers, right? Isn't yeah. it right? Yeah. The German, place for but Germany. they're. And the, the other, other one, one for Ghana Senegal, or Nigeria, Senegal, yeah. somebody, right? Yeah. So their parents, one of them was from like Senegal. I mean, their parents are from Senegal, wherever. But one of the brothers ended up playing for the other team, and then this one played for Germany, yeah. and like they were playing against each other, which yeah. is kind of a trip. You're like, wait a minute, they're brothers and different teams, yeah. but you can do that, yeah. right? Yeah. That's so a example. So let me ask you a question when it comes to the World Cup, because I I've always been a soccer fan. I've grew up, grown up. I played soccer my whole life. So when you're at the World Cup. And uh, you're seeing these guys like your Ronaldos, your Messis, and all yeah. these guys. Now, as a competitor, what are you thinking? You're like, oh, I want to get on the field with these guys? Or you're like, oh, man, I got to chase this fast dude around? Oh, competitor. Uh, still to this day, people ask, why don't you switch jerseys with Wayne Rooney's, the Ibrahimovic, all these superstars? I'm like, no, like those, that's my competition. Yeah. I'm a defender. I take pride in not letting them score. You think I'm going to go switch jerseys with them? So, yeah. uh, in that moment, I'm at the World Cup and one of our games against Argentina and we're playing against Messi. And I'm like, I want to go on that field and just shut this guy down. Wow. So I'm not thinking well, like, oh, it's Messi. Yeah, you're not but, like, hey, can I get an autograph? <laughs> yeah. Hey, hold on a second. Hey, that was a good move. Can I just, can I just get, can I get a selfie yeah. real quickly? Hold on, hold on. I got my phone. <laughs> yeah. So it's just competitive nature. As a professional athlete, I think that's one thing about us. We're just super competitive in anything that we do, whether it's on the field or even in class in school, you know competing with your classmates trying to have the best grades so uh that's just something that's instilled in you me. know that's something that's interesting to me with professional athletes because again we all you know exercise growing up whatever and you played basketball i played soccer did you have what was your sport did you play any sports caitlin <laughs> no caitlin i played like, volleyball i was on the volleyball team for two weeks and then i never played once and i got kicked off me and this one other girl the coach was like we need to talk. You need to be off the team because you you're released. actually detracting. Just sitting there, you're detracting oh, from the team. Oh no! Yeah, that is horrible. horrible. What school did you go to? 
Um, I went to a Catholic school called St. Francis de Sales in the Valley. St. Francis de Sales, you yeah. broke this girl's heart. Yeah. <laughs> and then in, in high school, I tried out for the cheerleading team as a joke, and they kicked me out of tryouts because they what? were like, you're not taking this seriously. Oh, wow. I was like, correct. Well, well you, you took it as a joke. Those Correct. are people who yes. take it very seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they do. Yeah. I went to a crazy sports yeah. high school, and it was like That's everyone was like athlete except for me. Wait, Harvard Wesley, where was it? No, um, Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, they're very yeah, they're serious. You're yeah. right. So that's what I was. The reason I was asking yeah. about that was because. I played high school. I was good at high school soccer. Went to college. I was like, oh, my God, these guys are another level. Then, you know, then you look at, like, the higher divisions, and then you look at all this professional stuff. So as you go from level to level, like, wh- are you always in your mind going, like, I'm going to keep up with these guys? I mean, what, 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 because you know, the, what's the difference between a, co- a college soccer player and an MLS soccer player? And huge then difference. a huge difference, huge right? Difference. I never realized how good I was. It's always people that watch <laughs> that are like, cool. wow, you're hey, no, really it's, good. It's true. It, yeah, right? I, I didn't try out, what was it, sixth grade in middle school? Because I was afraid. I, I was like, I'm not good enough. I'm not going to make it. That's a lesson for any young kids watching this. You, even a professional athlete is here telling you in sixth grade, yeah. you were like, I don't know if I can make it. Yeah. Michael Jordan got cut from his basketball team in high school, and right? They love Aww. saying the Michael Jordan. Maybe I could play professional volleyball. He was a freshman ever. He was a freshman trying out for the varsity he, team. He was going varsity and then he also grew like four or five inches <laughs> on the offseason and all this stuff. So but Michael Jordan did get cut yeah. as a freshman. But go on. So you yeah. didn't try out even for I the didn't six. Try out because when I was in elementary school, everybody in the school knew me. I was the soccer player. I right. was the best soccer player in the entire school. Like they had all these things. It was, I was like a big time kid. And then I go to middle school, you think, oh, I'd have that same mentality, but I didn't. I was, I was terrified to try out for the soccer team and I didn't. And then I'm looking around at all the guys that are making the team. I'm like, you guys aren't that great. Uh, how the heck did I not try out and play? And eventually uh, the next year I did. I hope the kids at yeah, home get the right out. lesson is, if you're good, you should try out. Not oh, well, maybe I. You yeah, anyone can do it. No, no, I'm <laughs> Don't not saying. Don't be Caitlin. Yeah, yeah, Don't I'm not. Be me. Yeah, I'm not saying like oh, it's just it's like it's like the Malcolm Gladwell uh, ten thousand hour rule, right? He sure. says he talks about like you know have you have you heard about this the ten thousand no. hour the ten thousand hour rule. Malcolm Gladwell wrote a book and he basically says if you want to get good at anything, you got to do ten thousand hours of it. So he uses Tiger Woods as an example played about, you know, since he was a kid, if you add it up, it comes about 10,000 hours of golf, and then he gets really good at it. Well, I always tell my kids this too. I go, you put in the hard work, you're gonna get the results, but you also need to be wired for that specific thing. If I put in 10,000 hours of shooting baskets, I'm still not gonna play in the NBA because I'm not wired for that, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, what Tehran just said is true. You also have to have a, a passion for it and be good at it, but that all, but that doesn't mean. By the way, there's a lot of kids who probably are intimidated to even try out for their middle school team, and the odds are, if they're you know pretty good, they might be able to make it. They might not be the starters, but they might be able to make it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? No, it's true. It's true. So, what is the difference though between like? I mean, for example, like I know you and I sat down and we're talking to this other young kid who was a really good soccer player, but you were talking to him about like. You need to be this fast in running the long distance, short distance. Like when you play with all these professionals, can all of you guys get out there and like just bang out a six minute mile or whatever it is like that and like do a, you know, what's what's the deal? Yeah, yes, but there's still, there's levels within each um, like step that you go. So from high school, 
there's levels within the team. Like there's always someone that's gonna be faster. Talking to the mic, talking to the mic. Talking there's to always the mic. someone that's gonna be faster in high school, someone that can run longer. Uh, you go to college, you know, we had the kid that he would, we'd have to do a split time trial. So essentially three miles in 18 minutes. We had a kid that would run in like 16 minutes Holy and moly. it'd be no problem for him. But then you go on the field and he's gassed. So it's yeah. like every hmm. level you have some of those things. I was fortunate I was the fastest player on our team in college. So I I had speed in my system already. So it's not something that you can necessarily. San Diego, right? San Diego State, yeah. So they, when we did the 40 time, they're like, huh, you just broke the record for men's soccer. I was like, oh, sweet. I'm fast. You just I didn't know that. Fast. Did you ever did you ever think about running track? Did you ever run track? No, it was always just soccer. I I just loved soccer. The, the basketball team tried to get me to play for them. I actually played with them in the off season. Uh, to stay fit and then once the season started for soccer i left and the coach is like guys where'd steven go like coach he was never gonna play with were us. you good are you good at basketball yeah. as well yeah i'm a good all around without sounding cocky no I'm it's a good. good athlete all around you got the you got soccer the... was the only one that i played and was your father uh, uh your father played yeah. soccer yeah so he played at san francisco state when uh-huh. he came over here he was actually their best player. Uh, I didn't believe him until he showed me the yearbook, and it says MVP of the yeah. soccer team at San Francisco State. So yeah. he was good, but he was always an engineer, worked for Apple. Um, he went a different route. And back then, soccer wasn't big in the U.S. Um, my brother was super fast. Uh, I wish he kept playing, but skills-wise, I passed him up at a young age. And then my cousin ran track at Berkeley. So it, I think speed... Is in our something is in your genetics. Sure, yeah. Well, blood. it's interesting because this is again another immigrant story, right? A lot of people, you know, just to reemphasize the immigrants doing well in this country. You hear all the negative stuff, but you, you know, you got to know that a majority of immigrants are coming here doing well. Mm-hmm. So your father and mother come from Iran. Your father is, I think, Assyrian, right? Yeah. Assyrian. And your mother is Persian. Yep. And they come here and they set up Northern California and they have these kids who are running around, running. They're, they're the Usain Bolts of the community <laughs> over here. Yeah. Right. Oh man, my mom had a, her hands full with me. I all our cousins, aunts, they would call me like disaster area. I wouldn't sit still, and I'm watching my son, and his feet are just constantly moving. I'm like, oh god, I'm like, my wife's gonna. Kill oh me. yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's just gonna be running up and you down. You got the, walls. the energy for yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's what's interesting because in your story too is like you talk about, you know, and again, this is another lesson that we can learn in this, you know, back to school here today, which is. You coming through, uh, whether it was in high school, college, professionals, you didn't, you weren't getting picked, even though you were killing it, you just weren't getting recruited. No. Talk about that. I don't know why. Why? Do you think race played a part into that? Who knows? Maybe it was the beard. Maybe it's because you're black. Yeah. I'm going to throw that down. You're black. Um, (laughs) Everywhere I went. And. It's funny because when I left middle school, I was the best player when I did play for the second and third year. So we go sixth, seventh, eighth. So I played seventh and eighth, and I was the best player, captain. I go into high school. People knew about me, but I didn't play on the varsity team. I had to play JV, and I'm not one to be like, no, I'm I'm good enough. I should be playing varsity. I'm like, I'm happy. I just want to play soccer. That's it. So I play in high school. Uh, I was our best player, captain. I think I was tied for goals as a midfielder. I always played center midfield. Uh Tied for goals, led our team in assists my last two years there. So I was good. I just didn't know how good. And I didn't have any major scholarship offers. Um, I think it was the first school was actually Notre Dame, Daniel Murray University in Northern California, an NAIA school. So like not Division One, not Division Two. It was like Division Three. Wow. But I was so excited when they were the first team that, you know, offered me a con- uh, scholarship. And 
I <laughs> so naive. I didn't know. I thought it was the <laughs> actual the Notre, Notre Dame. Dame yeah. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. sweet. Like this is a big school, D1. Um, and then I realized they were just a tiny little private school. A lot of Notre Dames around there. Yeah. Like, you, like, it's like, it's like you married the first girl that was like, hey, yeah. you're like, hey, yeah. I'm hot, I'm doing this. And then you're yeah. like, wait a minute. But that opened up my eyes. I was like, okay, like maybe I could play in college. Because I, you know, it was, again, similar to the middle school. I was afraid. I just didn't know that I was good enough. So that opened up my eyes. Like, okay, maybe I'm good enough. And then I ended up having to walk on at San Diego State because one of my teammates actually had a scholarship to Berkeley. He was our forward. We had the same amount of goals my senior year. So I'm thinking, how did he get a scholarship to Berkeley? And I didn't when I had the same amount of goals as a midfielder. And I led our team in assists. So I sent him an email. Uh, they didn't respond. I sent UCLA emails. My wife's mom worked at Santa Clara. She talked to their soccer coach, said, hey, I've got a heck of a player here. You should really give him a shot. Um, none of these big schools wanted to take me up Stanford I reached out um, they didn't you know. want the beta nader no they didn't and so, and it was interesting because you said you ended up on San Diego State and then you guys were playing Berkeley and, yeah. and something and then what happened so San Diego State didn't even give me a scholarship I had to I was a recruited walk-on so they oh. came out to our club games saw me they're like oh like no one's giving you a scholarship yeah we like you but we don't have any money for you so come you have to try out and I went and I I tried out I walked on just because I have a chip on my shoulder and I wanted to play against Berkeley and UCLA and Stanford, three schools that I really wanted to go to, but didn't give me the time of day. And wow. so we played against them. We're in the same conference. Let this be a lesson to the kids at home. <laughs> chip on your shoulder, take revenge. Is yeah, that not? Revenge no, really fuels you. Chip on your, no, but, that, but listen, here's what it is. Cause I, you know, I got, my kids are at that age now, uh, 11 and eight and they, and you know, things will happen. And it's, first of all, it's great. What they're learning is to be kind, be good. All that stuff's good. But it's also like defeats should, shouldn't defeat you. Defeats should inspire you, yeah. which is what it did oh. to you. And you can yeah. call it a chip on your shoulder, which is, you know, or you can call it as like, you know what, I'm going to prove. First of all, I've learned proving it to other people isn't even the issue because sometimes other people aren't paying as much attention. It's like proving it to yourself. So this guy here was not recruited by Berkeley or by all these other schools he wanted to go to. He goes, you know what? I'm going to find a way in. You got in San Diego State. You yeah. go play against Berkeley, and what did they do? Yeah, I mean, I always had extra motivation playing against them, so I, for some reason, did really well whenever we played those teams. But um, I think it was after my sophomore year, they reached out and tried to get me to transfer to their school. So there you go. Yeah. Oh. Berkeley wanted him to come. By that oh, time, did San Diego State already put you on their scholarship roster? So this is the crazy part. Um, Joe Corona plays for the Galaxy right now. After his first year, he needed money. He was, I think, on a small, small scholarship. People don't understand that. Even though you're on a scholarship, it varies from 10%, 20 30 all the way to 100%. Depending on the sport yeah. you play. Yeah, yeah. So soccer, it was like some guys have scholarships, but it's very small scholarship. So I didn't get a scholarship after my first year uh, because I actually redshirted. I didn't even play because I wasn't good enough. Right. Yet at the end of the year um, awards, I didn't play, right? Our coach, the only person that he said was going to be a professional athlete and on our national team was me. It was super weird. That's and I'll never cool. forget it. We He's were like, all up on stage <laughs> and he talks about this player's achievements during their year at San Diego State. This player goes through the whole team, and then you have a little redshirt freshman, and he's like, "You guys haven't seen me yet, but wait, he's gonna be playing 
professional. But you might have had all the characteristics. Also, he has to give the scholarship players time. You know yeah. how the, yeah. he probably wanted to play the heck out of you. Yeah. But there's a lot of politics. Can you explain redshirting to everybody that might not know? Redshirt, you don't play in any games. So you're there training. You're doing all the the hard work, but you don't get to do the fun work. And because and of that, you don't games. lose any eligibility. So you don't lose any eligibility. So usually you have four years. Four in college. years in college. Period. So I didn't lose that fourth year, although he almost took me out. He had he brought me up into the office and he's like, hey, I'm thinking about bringing you out. And I think there were four games left in the season. Thank goodness. And the tournament was NCAA tournament. We were about to, to make the tournament. We hadn't made it in like 10 years before that. So he's like, look, it's important. We're thinking about it. You know, what's your take? I'm like, hey, whatever helps the team. Like, sure, no problem. But... Uh, I think he thought about long-term. He's like, nah, we want him for another year. And just to let the listeners understand, what happens is if you play a single game, one game. as a redshirt, one game, you have lost that entire year yeah. of eligibility, yeah. which unfortunately happens to players yeah. because they end up huh. playing, they start off, they play a, a single game and then want to transfer and don't play, and they lose that year. Well, in and, the pros, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. In the pros, it's a similar concept, but that's cap tied, what I mentioned earlier. So if U.S., had played me in that game. The when national I was a cap, team. The national team. Yeah. I'm cap tied. I can't play for anyone else. Cannot play for anyone else. I can't yeah. play for Iran huh. if, you're, if you're dual citizen. But here's again, going back to lessons for the kids is you're, so you're, when you're a red shirt, it takes a lot of patience because you're training, 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 and then the game comes, you just got to sit there and watch the game, yeah. right? Yeah. So I've seen that again. Uh, and, and look, some kids are better. Some kids are going to, you might be on the bench. And if you feel like, listen, I really got something, but I'm riding the bench right now. Like to, to take that in your head like you did and go, I'm going to go train extra. I'm going to work my way. And yeah. I know I, I'm just waiting for my time. Yeah. I'm just waiting for my time. Because some kids will be there and they'll be like, oh, man, the, the head hanging low after the game going like, yeah. I didn't get any playing time. Well, and, and that's funny because I, had, I don't think about it much now. But during the time I did, our, our coach gave us a short story, a little article, the kid at the end of the bench. That's what it was titled. And essentially, it's what you're saying. There's two personalities mentalities when you're not playing do i stare down at my feet and just not watch observe learn and try to get better do i just sulk and like oh why me why am i not playing all this stuff or am i watching am i learning every position am i cheering going to team. the gym cheering being supportive or am i just like oh woe is me i'm gonna transfer out of here i'm gonna go somewhere where i can play maybe it's not as good of a school but at least i'm playing I took mm. the, like, all right, let me watch each position, uh, you know, midfield, forward, defense. Um, and I've worked hard in that offseason. Uh, a lot of the guys, obviously, that played were content because, you know, you're at a, a D1 school, you're playing, you're happy, and they can relax a little. At least they thought they could relax a little. I was in the gym every single day. Uh, just getting bigger, stronger, faster, and you know it worked out the next. That's year. a great lesson. I actually got like I got chills when you said that because I I watched a lot and I and I and I would watch the kids and and you know my my son was playing club soccer and there was one coach I saw I really loved what he was doing while the team was playing he was talking to the kids on the bench going hey look at how he's doing that look at how he's doing that because a lot of times kids they're kids right so they're like you know picking their noses looking up looking at the butterfly yeah. but really you can learn a lot and be like oh look at that angle oh look at that you know you got to watch the players whether it's at a lower level or a professional level and not get discouraged like you said see yeah. and that's what caitlin did not do on that volleyball correct team. that's Caitlyn. why he got she got cut from the team you could have been the best cheerleader I 
I, well. But no, you yeah. just looked down and sulk the whole I should time. Be up. My dad was like so athletic. And I think it might skip a generation because my niece and nephew are like insanely athletic. And me and my sister are just like. <laughs> but do you go to the gym now and like do any kind well, of. Well, I'm good at. Um, He's like, jiu jitsu. Ah! I'm no. good at signing up for gym membership. No, 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 no. I'm good at boxing. I'm the, good the at kick, like. They kick me out of the gym. Do you I'm guys want boba? One... I'm good at boba. <laughs> boxing? I'm good at boxing. I'm good at one person, kind of like person to not person. A team sport. You're not, not a team, team player, player at all. It says a lot you about who she is. Up, you straight up box? Yeah. Show us the stance real quick, just the, the hands. Look at that. Okay. She knows what's up. She's going to get beat up. So <laughs> She's good. She didn't hey. tuck the thumbs kick in. your ass. Rule I can kick one, your don't ass. My money is on Kayla. Correct. Yeah. Thank yeah. you so much. Oh, you're You said you had the don't tuck the thumbs in, Yeah, right? I, I was looking. She had him out. That's good. Yeah. Well, I tuck the thumbs. I'm not trying to break my hand. I told my son that recently. I said, if you ever get in a fight and the guy goes like this, I go, you're good. You're about to kick his ass. You're good. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> so as you were on the bench, and I want to remind everyone, James Harden was six man of the year. People forget you have to work mm-hmm. your way. You worked your way off the oh. bench, which is even uh, more difficult to do. Yeah. So what was the what was the journey from bench to star player? So I wouldn't call myself a star player. But are you on a professional <laughs> soccer team now? You are a star. Yes. Yeah. Do you start? <laughs> yes. We're going to go with star player. So start from, is star with a T, buddy. Start, start. <laughs> uh, so from bench, I obviously I, I worked super hard, went to the gym all the time. I, I won't forget my sister's reaction. When you say all the time, by the way, every what day. is every all day? the time? Every How long? How long every are you day? there? Yeah. What's it's, your gym routine? People don't realize though. And time out. Are you like on this stuff or are you walking around talking no. to people and drinking water? <laughs> Headphones on. Yeah, don't talk on. to me. I don't go with people. Yeah. I don't like, yeah. you know, I don't like people that go either. to the gym with partners and all this stuff. I'm like, no. Like, I think that's you talk deeply too much. unhinged. Or when people you on their phone. <laughs> yeah. I actually like small gyms with no one in there. Like condos, apartments have their own gym. I love going in there in the morning. No one's in there. Headphones on. But anyways. And how much time he was asking? Uh hour and a half maybe two hours wow yeah so it's usually cardio and then lifting um but yeah i go from bench redshirting freshman year and then second year i played i think 18 of the 19 games uh started Did you start? every game. Start. yeah started every and you were game. saying your sister what, what were you saying your sister oh was? my sister when i when i came home the after the freshman year i swear to you she thought i was taking roids Hilarious. she's like i bulked up so much she's like I'm serious. She's like, are you taking steroids? I was like, what? She's, I didn't notice that I got that much bigger when you see it like gradually. You seem not to notice a lot of things about yourself. Are you not a self-aware person? Beta, is that what this is really about? Yeah. This is actually yeah. lesson to you yeah. at home. Kids. You're right. I didn't Be notice. self-aware. Yeah, I didn't notice I was good. I didn't notice I was getting bigger. I didn't yeah. notice. I, I didn't notice when they gave me a contract. I didn't notice they gave me a contract. I, I was on a team. I didn't notice. State. My sister was like, are you in San Diego State playing Where are you? You're not in San Jose anymore. San State. Yeah, so I uh, I improved a lot, and I also studied the game a lot. Tactically, I learned the game because going in, that was one thing our coach said is, you're a heck of a player when you have the ball. I was a center midfielder. Just give, let me dribble. I'll dribble by people. I'll get assists. I'll score goals. But tactically, when I didn't have the ball, I didn't know where to be. So I had to study the game. Mm. I had to learn that. That's and very important. It's really important. Game, if oh, you yeah. play a sport, there's a lot of IQ. People only see the action and don't see what happens off the ball. Yeah. 
and that's uh, across the board. There was a there was another book I read called the I think it was called the Seven Types of Intelligence, and it broke down how everyone again like whatever there's you know you're you're mathematically smart, you're really you're a great yeah. performer, you're a great dancer, you're a great athlete, mm-hmm. and that IQ what you just talked about is so important. I mean, you watch some of these guys like uh, in in baseball or whatever, like when the, when when someone's hitting a uh, when, depending on who the batter is, they'll go stand in different places because first of all they've had team the team will give them research on the other players but if they're smart enough they'll be like oh look that's whoever uh the the who's the big hitters nowadays i don't know mike trout mike trout oh here comes mike trout i gotta go stand over here stand over there right and the Mm. same thing in soccer you gotta know where to be how to be right yeah it's interesting when i play basketball and i didn't know that i was half black i didn't notice (laughs) he's not (laughs) self-aware i didn't notice that and then yeah yes it's very similar yeah beta and i story yeah no, but so so uh, so. What's interesting then is you, you you work hard, chip on your shoulder, and then I read something in the story about when you got your um, uh, uh, tryout or with with the earthquakes. There was there was a couple of guys who put in a word for you, and and you said you haven't even met one of those guys. Yeah, right? what, that, what was that was that? crazy. So yeah, college happened, got the scholarship offer finally after my second year. But I just have to throw this out there: my first scholarship offer was. $800. Wow. $800. So essentially you can buy your books and that was it. You know what? One book. It's a college, yeah. Yeah. Wow, a college yeah. class, so two much. books. And so that's New. when Berkeley's like, hey, transfer over. We're going to give you a scholarship. And in hindsight, I probably should have taken it. Oh, they would have given it for, for free. You would, I don't know yeah. what it or was, but they more. wanted me badly. Yeah. And mm. I should have gone, but that's I That's something, sorry, I before you get don't. into the story of the guy who, who um, gave you the referral to go try for the San Jose Earthquakes, that's something a lot of people don't know about either. I was listening recently. When you are on a scholarship on a, uh, uh, in college, college, and this goes back to the thing of like these colleges are making a ton of money off of these students, it's a full-time job. Oh, yeah. And you're being an athlete. Yeah. So how many hours a week were you putting into soccer? That was the lesson number one I learned was time management in college. Every semester, I'd print out my schedule. Okay, you have class, class, practice class class you have to have time for homework you have to have time for gym if you want to go afterwards so every single day it was from like eight in the morning until like seven o'clock at night you have something to do monday through friday games on the weekends so i learned time management and you travel and sometimes you have to miss a class and one of those things is depending on your scholarship type you're not allowed to work so when you see athletes who don't come from a family with means they're not allowed to work to make money. They live off of their meal plans and whatever the college provides for them, which seems like a lot, but it's honestly not. No. Yeah. You get yeah. a dorm, you're living with the other teammates, usually four people to a dorm, depending on what school you go to, how the rooms are set up. And if you come and you have three meal plans and you're a student, athlete, so you're a growing boy, you're six eight playing basketball or you need you're like an endurance thousand calories in soccer. <laughs> you need to inhale food. Three of your meal plans are gone yeah. by one o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. And then what? Yeah. And that happens a lot. Yeah, and I, I worked in college as well. Yeah, you know, I was refing soccer games whenever I could. Um, because of the type of scholarship you were on in the Yeah. Uh, and uh, I, eligibility for your school. I always say this, I couldn't have done anything where I'm at without my mom because she went so deep into her savings so that I can go to college because she knew it was the best chance for me. She always knew. Everyone knew I wanted to be a professional soccer player. And she went so deep and essentially all her savings went just for me to go to college. Did you pay her back? Absolutely. 
That's yeah. awesome. Absolutely. Aww. Yeah. What a beautiful story. Take man. that, Berkeley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I still try to pay her back, and it's it. I can never pay her for as much as she did when I was in college. Even like these kids have these huge meal plans, and I'm like, man, I I've, I've got nothing but my mom would still send me as much as she could so she but was you great. paid her back by having your kid because gra- yes. your, your <laughs> mom is like finally yes right yes. grandparents love those little, yes. the, the, the grandkids yeah so you're there you're in san jose and someone gets you a tryout what happens there for the san you get a try for the san jose earthquakes yeah so played four years in college i was never looked at in college no one ever Another really chip on me. your shoulder. Another yeah. chip on the shoulder. Uh, we had one other uh, player on our team, uh, center defender. He was a tall guy. He won like Pac-10 freshman of the year. So he had a lot of eyes on him. Um, but no one ever invited me to this, that, or the other. I was invited to the MLS Combine, which is like the NFL Combine. All the best uh, you know, college athletes go there and all it's the like scouts the tr- go there. It's the tryouts, basically. It's, it's essentially the tryouts, just the, the final tune-up so you can see those players a little closer. Um, it was the summer before my final year at San Diego State. I went back to San Jose, and my best friend's little brother was playing club soccer. Mm-hmm. And he had one of the earthquakes, San Jose Earthquakes, uh, players coaching them. And I asked him, like, hey, how are you? You know, Shay Salinas was going out there. He still plays for them, actually. I'm like, hey, how is Shay Salinas coaching you guys? Like, how did you guys get that? And my best friend's little brother, Milad, says, oh, uh, our coach, he knows like all their players. He knew a lot of them. He's like, he knows their coach, Frank Gallup. He knows, you know, he's really tied up with them. So I'm like, you think I can, you know, talk to, to Shay or your coach or someone and see how he got that. So long story short, he asked um, his coach, Milad asked his coach, Mark Schrick, uh, hey, can you talk to Frank Gallup and get Steven a trial? He's back. It was summertime. Um, he's back, you know, you could tell him, you know, he's played at San Diego State. I went to Belgium before that and tried out. And can you give him a tryout? So Mark Schrick has never met me before. Just trust Milad that, you know, he's telling the truth that, you know, this is one of his players. He wouldn't just lie. And he called up Frank Gallup. Next day, Frank Gallup calls me up. He's like, hey, Steven, this is Frank Gallup, coach of the San Jose Earthquakes. Um, I hear you in town. Do you want to, you know, do you want to come out for a week? And you grew up in San Jose, so this, this is your home I'm team. I'm a huge fan. This is the prof- the coach of the professional team of your home. Yes, is saying come try out. I was mm. a ball boy for them. Kismet. Like it was crazy. We we went to so many games, especially when Azizi played for them. Yeah, uh, it was awesome. And I I remember the first day uh, at the time MLS the training facility you had to drive to the training facility. So I'm in my car with the San Jose Earthquakes gear to take a picture of the stuff. I was so excited. Um, and and it's amazing because the way you got it was like the, the his friends, younger brothers on a team. It's just, it's like, it is not at all, it is not at all the 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 regular no. way of getting there. Well, no. that's another lesson. That's when another lesson. opportunity doesn't present itself, you present an opportunity. Absolutely. We're just dropping bars this time. I'm telling yeah, you. This and, is what's, good. and what's interesting to me is that coach that recommended you, have you ever met him? Never met him. I have now, but before that point, I had never met him. He, but had, you also he had doesn't know if I'm a good person. He doesn't know anything about me. But Milad was like, listen, coach, this is a family friend. I've known him my entire life or his entire life because he's younger. Um, and he just talked me up and said, he's really good. Like, trust me. 
everybody knows how good he is. He plays at San Diego State. He went to Belgium, had a contract offer. He said, no, I'm going to go finish school. So he, he sold me, and Mark Schrick is actually in sales. So he went to Frank Alvin and said, listen, you need to get this guy before someone else does. And what I love about that, too, is, is we have guardian angels along the way yes. that we don't know. Yes. People are going to come along and just going to give you a little hand and go, hey, this guy, this girl has the qualifications. Check this person out. And that person, that, that guardian angel, might be what leads you to that next yeah. level. Yeah. Maz Jabrani is my guardian angel. Yes. And Tehran's guardian. I got him on the show. See if we can make something out of <laughs> see, this. So if, if you know, can, you get, can you call Milad and see if he knows anyone at the Comedy Central? Milad. Yeah. Talk to him about that. <laughs> Who, <would've, laughs> Who knows? Who would have thought? So let me ask you this. Then, then you got drafted. And here's, I want to find out what it's like. Because we watched this. Now the NFL drafted. First of all, listen. ESPN and these guys, they really have taken all this stuff to the next level yeah. where like they you know they televise everything oh it's the draft oh someone's yeah. taking a dump it's the you know we're gonna we're gonna televise it no it's, no no the yeah. draft is exciting if you're especially if you're it's college, exciting for it's the top three the for a lo- <laughs> no it's it. inspiring for the other players who watch and people watch the draft all the way through that's what i'm saying people watch the draft yeah. they like right? it and so my question to you is being in a draft i didn't go because i didn't get invited to the combine i didn't get invited to the draft so San Jose yeah. told me out they were drafting me. So I knew. I just didn't know. First round, second round, third round, fourth round. Obviously, it's not going to be first, probably not second, even though it was, because no one knows about me. It's essentially you've got all these kids that the, the NFL draft, everyone knows what order players are going to be taken. Yeah. No mm-hmm. one knew about They speculate. Me. They sit there and speculate about it for, yeah. for months. Yeah. Who's yeah. Gonna get, and but, so no one knew about me. So they're like, we don't need to take them first or second or third. It was the fourth pick they had, but it was in the second round, 30th overall, that when they picked me, the, the people, whatever, the analysts, broadcasters, whoever's talking, is like, uh, Stephen Bateshire out of San Diego State? Uh, we don't know who he is, uh, so they just stay the quiet. Come to the, come they stay quiet. His name came with a question mark. Yeah. Stephen uh, Bateshire? Yeah. Huh. And they probably butchered oh. the last name like everyone. Yeah. So, Bateshire? Yeah. We don't know about him, so we're just not going to say anything. They literally just stayed quiet for the 30 seconds, didn't say anything. Dude, you should find that recording and like just... That's funny. Talk about Chip on your show. They didn't even pronounce... Well, that's the thing. If you I don't know if you've ever seen those commercials. It's one of my favorite. It's Steph Curry's draft report uh, oh. as he's going into the NBA, Too small. coming out of her, and there and he's reading slow, it yeah. as it's, he's showing clips of his championship run. Oh, so the guy who drafted Steph Curry got fired for drafting Steph Curry. What? By the way. Uh, in, in Golden State. Got fired the next day for making that decision. He was drafted to Golden State. Yeah, seventh, seventh overall, I think. And so he's reading his reports like he's too small, not a, not a good enough ball handler. His shooting is good, but it's yeah. not, not anything special. In our in our estimation, he's not NBA <laughs> Wow, at yeah. all. And, wow. and he's like just, just shooting. And just a two-time great. MVP. Exactly. Yeah. That's Multiple amazing. championships, yeah. So now, are you sitting there on the draft area? Are you at home? Where are you? I... <laughs> So my relatives from LA were visiting us. And so I was in a car wash at the moment that Working. I'm watching. <laughs> no, no. Working uh, in a car wash. That would even be better. Even better. Listen, washing when I, people's cars. When I make the movie, you're going to be yeah. working. Car wash? Yeah. This is the Disney movie. Yeah. This, this is the Disney what? movie. And you're going to be played by Scarlett Johansson, <laughs> yeah. and Mark yes. is going to be John Hamm. Yeah. That's and, how it's going to go. And down. right before that happens, your boss is going to come over and say, Beta, you <laughs> didn't get the stains <laughs> out of this Rolls Royce. <laughs> you missed a spot. <laughs> Just like... 
Oh, you're home, so and what good. happens? Well, my cousin you're was, in the car wash. They were all over, and my cousin Huri, she's like, "Hey, Stephen, is there any car wash around here?" I'm like, "Yeah, there's one here. I'm not gonna just tell her go there. Look it up on your GPS." So I went with her. So we were legit. I'm not making this up. We were in the car wash. The wash is going hilarious, oh, and I'm that. watching my phone because I know. But you're just watching. Pick it. is coming up. You're just watching it. Just... It's it's not visual. I'm following like a a tracker. Like yeah. okay, but you don't think it's gonna went. be you because it's the second round. Well, I'm still watching. You never sure. know. You never know. So I'm still watching, and uh, Earthquakes had a pick, the 28th pick, two picks before me. So I thought maybe this could be me. I'm like, oh, man, this is their third pick. They already had two. This is their third pick. This could be me. And Justin Morrow comes up. And I remember at the time, Justin Morrow is like one of my best friends now. I'm cussing at, oh, damn, this Justin Morrow. Like, I thought that was me. So then we're going through the drive through The 29th pick comes. I don't know who it was. And it's the 30th, San Jose again. And then, sure enough, all of a sudden my phone goes crazy because people are oh, there. My it. agent starts calling me. And then people start texting me. And then I'm like, stop oh. calling me. I need to see. I didn't even get to see my name. Oh, that's hilarious. Now your agent likes me. Now your agent's yeah, on. Yeah. Now, now he's calling. Like, hey, yeah. hey. Hey, how you doing, Steve? And then I see it. And so you didn't cool get moment. picked while you were in the wash. You got picked during the drying of the car. No, it was still it was. Oh, still it was still washing. The, okay. And then it's Berkeley a good car wash. <laughs> Berkeley called was yeah. like, listen. We're uh, sorry. We really we're sorry. Want you yeah. you know who apologized? Santa Clara soccer team. They wow. went to my wife's mom uh, once. It was like one or two years when I was with Earthquakes. And they're like, hey, remember when you told us to, to tell Stephen to come over? We messed that one up. Wow. Sorry about that. That's so, that classy cool. to yeah. apologize. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate apologize. that. Yeah. Let's get Berkeley to come. Yeah. I need a letter yeah. from Berkeley. Berkeley, if you're listening, yeah. call in right now. Berkeley got the other guy. Does well, the they other tried guy, to get me. Does they he play professional no. soccer now? No, he was done after his second year in college. Oh, he was done after his second year in oh. college. I wanted, I wanted to ask about that. I wanted to ask about these guys because, again, this goes back to – I live in we live in a day and age where parents are obsessed with their kids playing sports, and every parent mm-hmm. thinks their kid's going to get a scholarship. They're, and kids are sold like a bill of goods. Like if you are good enough in your high school teams – this happened at my school a lot for like baseball and football yeah. – that like you'll be able to get a scholarship in college and then you'll be able to go on or whatever. So the athletes get passes kind of to so they don't really have to – work yeah in their classes so they yeah. don't really learn way to anything. a rat out your school so now uh, <laughs> oh, we're yeah. gonna submit Whatever. this to the NCAA. they all got passes and so now they like graduate and they're like okay i can go to like csun and i kind of don't really i didn't really Absolutely. learn anything and now i kind of don't really have any life options yeah that happens that happens a lot where where i think i think that people buy into this dream that oh it's gonna happen and they don't they don't put they don't put emphasis on like like the education in the yeah. sort. Now I know you finished your education yeah. number one. I want you to talk about two things. One is getting that degree and 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 kind of the lifespan of like what you hope to do after uh, soccer. And all number two, I want to talk about. Did you run a? Did you come across anybody g- growing up where you were like, wow, this guy is an incredible, and then they just disappeared. So let's go with the first one. And then if I forget, remind me for that one. Because yes, um, uh, going, growing up, um, kind of to your point, our, I wouldn't say our family was super well off. I played with the same uh, club team my entire youth, which is kind of unheard of. And I kind of think that set me up behind the eight ball uh, because we didn't play in big tournaments. My team was unbelievable. We had a great team. 90% of Latinos, and you know how your son's playing yeah. right now, Latinos at a young age are unbelievable. So our team was so good, but we didn't play in big tournaments 
So colleges didn't see me. And that set me up kind of behind the eight ball my whole career. I go to uh, I go to San Diego State. It's not a huge college for soccer, you know. If I went to UCLA, Berkeley, everyone would see me. So again, set behind the eight ball. Then I'm going with the earthquake. So I was always kind of, I didn't play the youth national team. So I was always kind of set behind the eight ball. And um, I learned, again, I didn't know I was that good. I knew <laughs> that, hey, I have a shot when I was a junior uh, I went to Belgium, tried out, and they offered me a contract. And I was like, oh, I can make it. And that's, again, like, maybe I am pretty good at soccer. But my dad wanted me to come back, finish my degree. To your point is no one can, and this is what he told me, no one can take away that degree from you. My mom says that every yeah. day. <laughs> He's like, once you graduate, you get that degree, it's there for life. Yeah. Unfortunately, soccer, you have a short career. You know, you play if you're lucky, if you're lucky till you're 35. Yeah. A lot of guys play for four or five years, uh, injuries, or they're just not good enough. They don't cut it. Um, so professional athletes' career span is very short. I think on average it's three years. Wow. And wow. so he's like, you come back, get your degree. It's there forever. So I did that. I came back, and that's when I told the earthquakes. When I was on trial, they wanted to sign me then. I was like, look, I have a semester left. Uh, I, I turned down Belgium's offer. Uh, I'm going to graduate and if you want in january you can draft me and that's sure enough what they did um and then was that your whole sorry well what was it and, and your degree what was your degree in and what do you plan on doing after soccer so communication degree minored in biology because for some weird reason i always wanted to be a dentist <laughs> and so <laughs> that's not a weird reason you have persian parents yeah. let's be honest yeah. so let's and, not uh, throw yeah. it out there and and now what since you played soccer and you become a dentist like when you when you finish the filling you'll be like go <laughs> <laughs> the whole, the whole, the whole this is how Maz and I are different. Uh, <laughs> he is like, when you finish, you say go. I was thinking, when you're finished, you kick them in the kick them, and yeah. they have to come back. It's like Mighty Ducks, uh, uh, the Icelandic. Yeah, uh, he yeah. was a dentist, right? He'd break their teeth. Yeah. Have to, they have to come in and fix them. But what do you plan <laughs> exactly. on doing after? So I would summertime. I'd always come back to to San Jose, and I'd work. I'd work at Safeway. I had the morning shift, so I had to be there at five in the morning to start working and then I'd go summer school so I can take all my biology courses so I can biology is obviously difficult to yeah <laughs> to not get have degree to do in. while so you're playing I couldn't do that while I was playing I actually I started off as electrical engineer because I want to be like my dad right because he had an electrical engineering degree worked at Apple and it was impossible to do soccer and an engineering degree or a biology degree or learn how to read for a it lot was of crazy kids. So yeah. I was like, yeah. you know what let me go with communication degree uh Time management, it's a lot easier to do. It doesn't take so much time. I can still focus on soccer. I can still get a degree. And after soccer, if it works out, maybe I can go into broadcasting. Maybe I can, you know, be an analyst, oh, yeah. do something like You'd that. You'd be a good it's broadcaster. A good I think you'd do a good job. Is that, where we're go is that where you're headed? Who knows? He'd be Who the, knows? Oh, you know, it's crazy, Maz. I didn't know I was good. No, no. <laughs> What's crazy? I didn't crazy. realize Maz? I was on Maz? TV. Yeah. Was on ESPN no. called me. ESPN's going to oh, not draft him, and then he's going to be like, you look, you, you messed up. You know, I'm going to be on BN Sports. <laughs> you know. Um, so the other question I had for you was the thing about other guys that you saw coming up and going like, yes. oh, man, this guy is amazing. And then now they just disappeared. There are so many players growing up uh my brother was three years older than me so i'd always play up i'd play with his teams and i always thought you know they were so good obviously they're a little bit older so they should be so good but even you know when i was in high school 
I'm watching what they're doing and they're getting all these awards. I'm going to college. I'm watching all these players get all this attention awards and they're really good. And I'm thinking, man, they're going to be a professional. But for whatever reason, it's just that next level they couldn't get past. And, mm. um, you know, a couple players uh, in college that were so good and they just didn't make it. Now, and, and I remember going to my coach's office and I was terrified. I was terrified of not succeeding i was like coach and i had tears in my eyes i'm like i'm worried that i'm not going to make it i'm not going to be a professional soccer player and i was i think a freshman because i didn't even play i was redshirting and i'm watching these guys they're so good but they're not getting drafted i'm like what if i'm not that good i'm, I'm not even gonna get drafted but there's a lot more to making it to the next level than simple talent or being good because of course there's always the hard work beats talent if talent refuses to work hard yeah but there's also other variables that that level needs that a lot of people aren't aware of yeah if you are if they if they need if you're a defensive pro which you are that plays a lot the guy who scores there are a lot of people who scores but who stops the scoring now we need beta yeah. and that's which by the way going to that and and this happened too is your your defense every time you've gone to a team your defense has been uh, by the way defense is one of the most important parts of the, of, of a game any sport defense wins championships mm -hmm. yeah defense wins, and and so yeah. you yeah. went Lakers you went, don't have it offense have wins it. games defense wins championships. championships let's go team Ooh, he went to he went to Vancouver the defense uh, uh, San Jose San Jose first the defense became one of the best defense yep. defenses then Vancouver one of the best then Toronto one of the and every time you leave it seems like their teams drop they crumble that's Without called you. That's called the beta factor. The beta oh, factor. Yes, yeah, beta factor. I like that. I, like I hope it. LA doesn't make the same mistake. I hope so. My contract. Because end of the year, I'm done. So end of the year? No, you're not done. It's just the beginning, my friend. Yes, they always. need You <laughs> took them to the playoffs. You and that group, it's a special team. Yeah, it is. We love you in LA, man. We're on a crazy roll right now. Uh, Especially in a city full of Persians, just if nothing yeah. else. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for fan factor, you bring. I, I've been to these games, and you bring at least twenty percent of the audience. It's like beta, beta. There are Persians out there. It's the, pretty awesome. The Persian fans, but also, but also, uh, if you ever decide you need Persian food for the team, this is the place to get it. Yeah. Los Angeles, yes. right? Best there place. Listen, man, part of this uh, show, I tell everybody, is it was inspired by my son, Dara. You've met him before. When he asked me a question, I didn't know the answer to. So uh, I said, I'm going to start a show and start bringing in experts. So now we're doing a thing where it's called uh, Dara's Question. So we're at that point of the show where I'm going to play Dara's Question for you. All right. I filmed it, but I'm going to put it here. and You can hear it and, right. um, and you can answer. Okay, here we go. This is Dara today asking Beta his question of the week. Here we go. Hey, Steven, I have a question for you. What did your parents think when you decided to become a famous soccer player? <laughs> I don't know about famous. Nice. Good question. I like that. I like, um, well, part, I'm sorry, real quickly, but the fact is, like, he, he put in when you decided to become a famous soccer player, it's like, you know, it's like, uh, that's almost like after you succeeded, what they think. Yeah. But he, I think he's asking what happened when you first said, yeah. yeah. You decided to play soccer instead of the traditional. Yeah. dentist that you were supposed to be electrical engineer yeah um growing up everyone in our family kind of knew like and not even our family our family friends you know persian households you have so many uh friends that you call family um and everyone knew like steven's gonna be a professional soccer player 
and that's just it was almost an expectation just like we're gonna wait so i think they knew it was always my dream uh and they were always just super supportive and whatever they can do taking me to all the club games uh you know driving here driving there my mom you know making sure that i can go to college to play so when it, the moment finally came uh they were super proud and you know at the time when i got drafted i was in a car wash but when i got home they were all visiting from los angeles and so it was like a huge party that night like we're celebrating you know finally my childhood dream of being a professional soccer player came true so, so they really supported cool. you they supported your decision no at no time oh, did they say absolutely they supported 100 the whole way Don't. that's another lesson way. this lesson is for the parents that is for the parents support <laughs> your kids if they have Aww. a passion support them if they like a sport if they like an art if they want to sing if they want to you know do math support your kids especially immigrant parents yeah i mean i joke about it on stage but it's true, like my parents tried to talk me out of being a stand-up many times, you know? And I and when I hear about stories of parents like yours, I go, that's an amazing thing, yeah. man. Maz's mom still sends him job listings. <laughs> yeah. like, Maz, last night you were so funny. And I saw this on monster.com. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen this, this one? Is indeed. Maybe you should be a dentist with Steven. <laughs> you yeah. and Steven, you open know, up a dentist. Your Tanner current careers aren't going that great. Maybe you guys <laughs> yeah. can transition yeah. to dentistry. Yeah. I saw your last joke. It wasn't very good. <laughs> the one about me? Consider yeah. being a dentist. <laughs> that's great your day job yeah but the the great thing about my parents was they were never too pushy they never forced me to go it was always i wanted to do it um and you know growing up our backyard in our house was a soccer field it, we had two little goals two big nets behind them so we wouldn't destroy the fence and it was you know during the week or weekends all the friends would come over and we just have like 3v3 4v4 tournaments back there and you know, my parents loved it. We're not out on the streets getting in trouble. We're just in the backyard. Maybe a couple times we break a window here and there, but, you know, they were super supportive, but they never, never, like, you have to go to practice. You have to do this. You have. If they were, they probably would have sent me to a different club team because they would have been like, hey, you have a better shot at making the youth national team, getting a college scholarship. They didn't really know coming from Iran. They're just like, he's playing soccer. He's having fun. Let him... Let him keep beautiful. having fun. If you could have done anything different, is there anything you would have done differently? I hate that question because I I love where I'm at right because now. Because it worked out. It worked out. But but if I could, I would think going back to when I was a kid, I would have played on a bigger club team. You would have played a bigger team, done more recruiting for yourself as in well, sending tape the recruiting out. comes because when you play for a bigger club team like nowadays there's academies for lafc for the earthquakes for all these professional teams wow. so all the scouts just go there and watch um so less talent is actually going into college now they're going from high school to these academies and then straight to the pros but um if i could have changed i probably would have done that i just didn't know any better um because if you're playing on a big club team these scouts just go to these tournaments, you know, Dallas Cup, Surf Cup, um, which is in San Diego. They go to these tournaments and they just watch the best, you know, youth club teams. And they're like, oh, that kid's really good. Because no one really watches high school and pulls players from there. It's all the club teams. And I didn't know any better. And, you know, in hindsight, yeah, it's easy to think like that, but it also costs a lot of money. So you're going into future talks. Right now, the U.S., you know, Soccer Federation is trying to implement a program where 
these kids, you know, whether it be inner city or, you know, maybe the parents don't have, they're not from a wealthy family. How are they going to pay for those club teams? You know, growing up, I don't know if, you know, we could have afforded to pay for a, a big club team that travels all over the place. So even if they had the idea of switching teams, I don't know if we could have afforded it. So, you know, I had to stick with my club team that we didn't go to big tournaments. It was just the local ones where it didn't cost much money, but we were playing, we were having fun. So, And what he did led to success, which, is, which yeah. again shows you there is not this one formula. You, come, you can come from different angles and different sides. And really what I gather from what you say is like it's just hard work. I mean, obviously the talent is there, but the hard work, the fact that you were at Safeway at five in the morning working so that you could mm-hmm. go do this other summer school and, and in the gym for two hours, that's really what I gather from, that's my lesson that I take. Discipline. Discipline and hard work. It's a lot of discipline. Beta, thanks for coming and hanging with us. As well. It's a lot of fun. It's, it's a lot of fun because you, you love what you do. love what you're doing, like you guys yourselves. It's it's always fun. Yeah, it's hard work, but you don't think of it as hard work when you're having fun. Absolutely. Yeah. Man. I hate this. Well, listen, guys, uh, if you're in Los Angeles, go check out Beta with LAFC Los Angeles Football Club. They're in first place right now, one of the most exciting teams to watch in sports all, all across the board. If you're in a city where he's come into play, go check him out there as well. You can check out the schedule at LAFC.com. I've got a, I always forget. I got... Two plugs. Yes, plug away. One podcast. Yeah, I was going to ask you, go back, for it. Back-to-back podcast. So Jordan Harvey, one of my teammates, we're doing a podcast together. We've got three episodes. We've got people lined up. Hopefully you can come on. Love to do it. Uh, back-to-back. We're on iTunes, I'll Spotify, be there, Beta. Beyond Thanks. there, Tehran, YouTube. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait everyone. to see you. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, we weren't invited, yeah, by the way. Get, we get the whole group. And, I, and the other We thing. got cut from yeah. the volleyball team again. That's yeah. All-star exactly voting. Right. All-star voting. This is very important. Vote so, for you to be all-star for oh, all-star. It's going on right now. It ends oh, definitely. June. So there's a game like in basketball? Yeah, there's an all-star game. Okay. So I was on the all-star team in 2012 when I was in San Jose because the fans vote. Yeah. And so I was from San Jose and I got, I was, you know, I was doing really well that year. That was the year I actually got called into the U.S. national team. But uh, the fans voted me in and I was an all-star that year. So I'm hoping this year I could get back on where do they go to vote so they go to mlssoccer.com LAFC also if you go to lafc.com they have you know the link that you can click on and if you don't want to vote for all 11 players if you just want to vote for your favorite Stephen Betasher that's fine (laughs) you can just click one and be like all right, I'm done let me get out so they go to mlssoccer.com or lafc.com to vote for Stephen Betasher but if you want to vote for all my LAFC teammates Let's put the whole LFC as yeah. one of the all-star I'm about teams. to do it right now. We're yeah. going to do that. And, and, and then also on social media, where do people find you? Uh, Twitter and Instagram, sbeta33. It's B-E-I-T-A, right? B-E-I-T-A. S-B-E-I-T-A-33. S-B-E-I-T-A-33. Yes. Look him up. Follow him. Vote for him. One of the coolest. Once a day. Once a day. Hold on. It's S. Oh, you can Don't do it forget. every day. You can vote oh. once a day. Once a day. Wow. Once a day. And it's S B E I T A thirty three. Like the the people that Berkeley messed up and didn't take. <laughs> yes. DM him Berkeley. Vote for Beta for the All Star Game. One vote a day. Do it. Thanks for coming. I appreciate man. it. Thanks for having me, guys. All right. Thank you. That's Thank you. it. Thanks for watching. Back to school with Maz Jabrani. Tell your friends. Subscribe. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Back to School with Maz Jobrani. We hope you're enjoying it. We hope you're having fun. And we hope you're learning something. So make sure to let your friends know. Share it 
on iTunes, share the clips from YouTube, just get it out there. However you're listening, let your friends know to tune in to Back to School with Maz Jobrani. Back to School with Maz Jobrani.